Hey there, Debbie Gibson here, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Get ready for another exciting episode of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak. This is episode 356 of the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week, Debbie Gibson is going to be joining us. Debbie, of course, has has many, many, many hits on the top 40 charts, including Only in My Dreams, Shake Your Love, Foolish Beat, and it just goes on and on. And she's been on Broadway, done all sorts of theater, and she's done movies, too. But she has one coming up on April 12th on Up TV that you don't want to miss. It's called The Music in Me. Debbie's going to be talking about that and a whole lot more, so stick around. Debbie Gibson is coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. And it's going to be a busy week as we get into all sorts of people coming our way. This week, we are going to have another episode in the middle of the week. And be sure to check that out because uh, we've got the uh, summer blockbuster hit movies coming your way that that are coming up. And we're going to look at the summer movies that are coming our way. So be sure to be checking that one during the week when we bring another episode, and we also have an exciting guest to join us for that one, too. All right, let's see. Let's get right into it. It's time for Remake Madness, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness, well, Disney is moving on making Winnie the Pooh into a live-action movie. They seem to be doing that with all their animated films and everything else, so that'll go on for a long time, I'm sure. And Tim Burton is working on a live action of Dumbo. There's another Disney movie. And Burt Ward, Adam West, and Julie Newmar will lend their voices to Batman 66. Now, this is going to be an animated film based on the 66 TV series, Batman. So that sounds like a a great one. Keep an eye out for that. We'll let you know what's going on with it as soon as we hear more. And that's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, upcoming new movies. Upcoming new movies, Anna Kendrick and Zac Efron will star in Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. Okay. (laughs) Dwayne The Rock Johnson will be the lead male voice in Disney's next animated movie, Moana. And Clint Eastwood's next directing project will be the story of the 1996 Summer Olympics bombing in Atlanta, Georgia. And it might include Jonah Hill and Leonardo DiCaprio in that one. And that's it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, taking you down to Sequel City to find out what's coming your way as far as sequels. Right here on Screen and Beyond. Sequel City, well, the Big Bang Theory's Johnny Galecki will star in the next installment of the Ring films, and it will be called Rings. And Kevin Smith is working on Mallrats 2 and wants to bring the entire cast back. 
and plans are already in the works for Fast and Furious 8, or whatever they're going to call it, Fast 8, Furious 8, whatever, but it's coming our way, so be ready for that one. And that's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD? It's next. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. TV on DVD, September 15th, Lost in Space, the complete series on Blu-ray will arrive with all 84 remastered episodes. August 25th, you can get The Walking Dead, the complete fifth season, and Laverne and Shirley, the complete series, arrives on June 18th. That's it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD? It's next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Movies on DVD, black or white, with Kevin Costner lands in stores on May 5th. Also on May 5th, Selma marches into stores. And The Seventh Son, with Jeff Bridges, hits DVD and Blu-ray on May 26th. That's it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time. Well, The X-Files is coming back to TV with the original cast. And House of Cards has been renewed for Season 4. And the TV show Full House, remember that one? Well, they're making a new one called Fuller House. And it's going to bring back the cast of the original Full House. And it's going to be starring Candace Cameron Burr as DJ and Andrea Barber as Kimmy. And Netflix is going to be making that one. And also you can look for the original cast to make other appearances in the show besides uh, Candace and Andrea. So that'll be interesting. And that's it for TV and Entertainment Time. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it's Celebrity Birthday Time. We baked you a birthday cake. If you get a tummy ache and you moan and groan and woe, don't forget we told you so. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! <laughs> Celebrity birthdays on April 5th. Pharrell Williams turns 42. April 6th, it looks like Candace Cameron Burr turns 39 and Paul Rudd turns 46. And April 7th, look for Russell Crowe to turn 51 and Jackie Chan 61. April 8th, it's John Schneider of Dukes of Hazards as he turns 55. And Julian Lennon, the son of John Lennon, turns 52. April 9th, Hugh Hefner turns 89. And April 10th, look for John Madden to turn 79. And April 11th, Joel Gray turns 82. That's it for celebrity birthdays. And as far as listener birthdays, well... It looks like Sandy J of Melbourne, Australia turns 53 on uh, April 7th. And John L of Montreal, Canada turns 23 on April 8th. And one more here. We have KS of South Bend, Indiana. She'll be turning 47, and that's on April 10th. 
If you have a friend, relative, or yourself going to be celebrating a birthday, send it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. We will announce it, and everybody around the world listening to On Screen and Beyond will wish you a happy birthday. So be sure to send it to us at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. That's it for Celebrity Birthdays. Next on On Screen and Beyond, well, on April 12th, you can catch Debbie Gibson on Up TV, and she's going to be in the movie The Music In Me. Debbie is next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today on On Screen and Beyond, our guest is a singer-songwriter-actress who has had multiple top ten hits, including... Only in My Dreams, Shake Your Love, Foolish Beat, Lost in Your Eyes, and so many others. And on Sunday, April 12th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, she will star in the movie The Music in Me on Up TV. It's Debbie Gibson. Debbie, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you so much. Good to be here. Debbie, it's a pleasure to have you here with us. And this movie, The Music in Me, can you tell us a little bit about it? Sure. Well, I play uh, Jessica Terrell, and I'm a kind of small-town girl who, who at one point had uh, big dreams of being, let's say, on the radio, being in the music industry, and my plans always seeming, seemingly got derailed, mainly because I was always putting everyone first. My parents had health issues, my brother needed something, whatever all the things were, and in reality, and you know, analyzing the character, I would say, like many people, I think probably... As Jessica, I was scared to really go for it and was hiding out in caretaking for others and not putting myself in my dreams first. And yet again, a plan to go to Los Angeles gets derailed, and I end up um, staying home and uh, to take care of my dad and, and, and his stories, having heart problems. And um, I end up taking over the local church choir. Their choir director falls out. And uh, Gloria Rubin plays the deaconess of the church who gives me a very hard time. (laughs) I love her in real life, but as Gloria the character, she gives me a very hard time. And it's really about what happens when, you know, you you think you're making, you know, the the phrase, the best laid plans, or or a man makes plans and God laughs. Um, Basically, my life takes unexpected turns, and I rekindle my love of music. And it's just a really charming... A uh, really charming, grounded story and character, which I've never really gotten to do. I've done some amazingly fun and kitschy sci-fi movies. Right, yes. <laughs> and kind of like gay-themed, over-the-top movies where I'm playing some brassy publicist or something. But I've never really gotten to play somebody who I feel like all of America will be able to relate to. I think there are millions of women home, whether it's they're putting their kids first or whatever, whatever all their responsibilities are first. And... You know, kind of there's this like little dream flame flickering in the background mm-hmm, that yeah. that you know may at some point hopefully see the light of day. So it's it's a really really cool story. Yeah. Now we hear a lot about singers that do start out actually with the singing in the church choirs. Were you ever involved with singing in the church choir? Or anything I like that? was. In fact, my really? um, two older sisters and I sang at the Sacred Heart church in Merrick, and I played guitar very poorly, I might add. I'm really a pianist, and I'm a terrible guitarist. I could only play basic chords, and, and literally I would, like, nudge my sister 
to play louder when there was a chord that I didn't know how to play. I'd look at the music and I'd see like F major seventh coming up. Oh shoot. I don't know how to play that. And I'd like elbow Karen and she'd just play a little louder. Um, so yeah, I was involved in the church choir. Yeah. Now, how did you get involved with this film? Well, my agent put me in touch with, um, uh, Barbara Fisher, um, who's the senior vice president at Up Network, and coordinated a lunch with us. And, um, you know, it just seemed like a perfect fit at the perfect time. And it really was like a, I want to say maybe a year and a half to two years to come to fruition. Things take that long. Yeah. And, um, you know, it just seemed like in general when, um, you know, I feel like art and entertainment Yes, it can be edgy and it can be relevant and it can, but it, it's great when it can be relevant and move things forward in terms of much like the up network, uplifting people and maybe changing people's views. And like, for instance, there is, you know, a whole theme in this movie about making promises and breaking promises. And there is this whole speech that the pastor gives at the church about, um, about faith and hope and belief. And I said, you know what? We've heard that speech so many times. What if we take it and talk about the fact that it goes beyond hope and faith and belief. It's about knowing, and it's about the fact that, like, you don't even have to make a promise if people know that you're true to your word and you are going to keep it. And if you're making promises to yourself, same thing. If you're committed to yourself, it's an unspoken promise. And so it's like they were very open to taking stuff that might have been, could have been cliche and elevating it to another level to really open people's minds to, to thinking, to seeing things in a new way. Um, so yeah, we hit it off at the brunch and we talked about ideas and the script came and I absolutely loved it. And literally as I was reading, they said, Jessica writes in a book, promises made. And I started singing promises made promises broken. I was like, all right, that part's done. I don't have to think about that. It was just a great fit. Like when something's right, you know it and it fits and, all the pieces tend to magically come together, and that's really what happened. And I'm sure Roma and Stan, the producers, if they're hearing this, they're like, the pieces didn't magically come together. We put them together, darn it. But, yeah, a lot of people worked very hard to make the pieces come together, and, yeah. and I think that the outcome is really fantastic. Yeah. Well, UpTV's had a lot of great films on since they've started up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they do quality, quality work, and I think this is one of their best, and I think that they really – they really put a lot into into all their projects and and you know really kind of competing with the with the other networks that are known for their original movies and um you know i there were i can't remember the number they're in over like sixty million homes or something so they're they're doing quite well, so I'm very excited that that many people are going to get to see this film. Yeah. Now, Promises, the, the the song that you were just talking about, uh, mm-hmm. you wrote that for the movie. I, I did. Do a lot of your songs come to you that way where you know, you just take a couple of words that somebody says, and then all of a sudden something hits you in the in the head and they says, oh, do. Wow. I used to say, you know, like, oh, I sing my thoughts, which is very true. I mean, it's funny when I see, like, young younger people now, like Taylor Swift, you know, writing about her life. It's like, of course you write about your life. That's what you do. And when when inspiration hits, it's like everything becomes, that would make a great song. That would make a great song. <laughs> um, yeah, and I find that the most magical melodies tend to drop in like that. Like, I've... I've never had any luck sitting down and going, I'm going to write a hit melody right now. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't happen like that. It's more, I mean, I remember when I could never love again the way I loved you. It just can't, it just drops in and it haunts you. 
And it's much like if you have a favorite song that you can't get out of your head. Right. Those melodies do that to me, and then I realize, oh, this isn't a song that's out already. This is something new that I'm meant to write down and, and see through. You know, so it's a funny thing. It's like they've already been written for me, and I'm just hearing them. Yeah. And I basically just have to make sure I have a pen by the bedside or my voice recorder handy at all times. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had one that, that you, you had in your mind and then you just couldn't write it down and you, you, you lost it and said, shoot, Oh, I God, wish I all the time. Because a, a lot of this stuff comes when you're in like that half-sleep state. And you literally, like like all of us, I have trouble sleeping. So, you know, you'll be lying there and you're like just going under. And, you, you're, and you're getting haunted by this melody. You're like, oh, God, I don't have the notebook here. Oh, God, oh. Uh. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, all right, Deb, just pull yourself up. You'll be so thankful tomorrow when you did. Or I'll be trying to mentally remember. I'll be like, remember that's an A and then a B flat and then an F. And then I'm thinking, who am I kidding? I'm never going to remember this by morning. Mm. So you have to pull yourself out of that state. But I have lost a few, and I've just kind of gone. All right, if they're meant to, if they're that brilliant and meant to come out, they'll come back to me. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Somebody else was telling me another songwriter was saying that 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 if you don't remember it, then it probably wasn't that good. Yeah, probably not. We're not meant to be. You know, yeah. it's like yeah, I, I pretty much at this point feel like. Um, Instead of belaboring over a song, if I leave it alone for a little while, the the next phase of its incarnation will drop in. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if you're trying to remember, like, who's that guy that I went to high school and you're trying to remember? You're never going to remember. It's going to come to you and you're not thinking. Right. <laughs> Same thing. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, as far as acting, uh, is this something you're trying to do more and more of? I know you've done a lot over the the, the past, but uh, yeah, I mean, I've done a lot of state, you know, a lot of Broadway, um, yes, and um, probably the meatiest acting roles I did were in Les Mis and in Cabaret, and you know, um, but. Acting for the screen is still very new for me. I've done a few sci-fi movies, which are very over the... They're so over the top, you may as well be doing a Broadway musical. Right. They're just fun. <laughs> they're fun and they're kitschy. But I've, I've, this was actually one of the first times I've ever done something this grounded and internal. In fact, the director's biggest note was, pull it back, you're overacting, you're too animated. <laughs> I'm like, I'm projecting to the 50th row, I can't help it, you know. <laughs> So for me to kind of like pull it back like that was actually quite different. But I do really enjoy projects when they're like this where they're a custom fit for me. And I feel like more and more I would love to, you know, there's some things in the pipeline actually that I'm developing. Um, It's like, it's funny because it's like in a career, I think there's a point in your career where you're not as relatable and then suddenly like at a certain age or a certain point, you're relatable again to a certain group of people. And um, I'm at that moment again, I guess, because a lot of things are coming to fruition in that area that I'm developing. So the answer would be yes. I enjoy. I mean, I, I really enjoy all facets of entertainment as long as it's authentic for me. Because mm-hmm. I've never wanted to. I never set out to. You know, as a kid, I did TV commercials and whatever. But I've never set out to want to like 
sell every any product that I don't believe in or play any character that somebody else could play better because that's who they are. I want to play characters that really reflect who I am, not that they all have to involve music, but if they do, that's, you know, all the more better. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's what I really enjoyed about this, especially the, you know, Oh, I, I was about to give something away, but there's like a particular scene, you know, that, um, you know, where I feel like it's amazing when you feel the marriage of who you are as a person and the character really come together. And I feel like that's when the magic happens on screen. You see it in like a Julia Roberts. Like I always say, I could go watch her eat a peach on screen in a movie. I don't care what she's doing because there's always, she brings herself to it. And so... Um, those moments when you feel that happen are really great. And I'm in no means comparing myself <laughs> to Julia Roberts. <laughs> what about music? Making that clear. You get any more music I, coming at us? Uh, yeah, I've been writing tons of new stuff and actually great. just a couple of weeks ago ventured back into the studio to just start the beginnings of laying it down. And it's uh, I, I always have, quietly have a lot of live show commitments going on. And so... A lot of times it's like I'm preparing for a live show and then I'm recovering from a live show and I go, oh, God, I have two days. Can I run to the studio? So um, that will all start happening more and more this year. But I've got a group of new songs that I've written that I'm really, really excited about, both for me and, and for other artists. I mean, I definitely want to write for other people because my writer head goes to country, it goes to urban, it goes to everything. Um, yeah. You know, and then who, how I present myself as an artist is one particular thing. And so... You know, um, yeah, the writer in me has been quietly very active, but publicly lying dormant, and I'm ready to hit it again. Great. And, and Deb, <laughs> Deb, I know I don't want to hold you up because, uh, you know, I know you're on a tight schedule, but I'd like to finish up with uh, two, three quick, quick questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, first off, one question is, uh, were you in Ghostbusters? I see that online. Oh, my God. Is that you true? are so funny. I was. I was an extra in the scene at Tavern on the Green and like running, uh, the guy, uh, it's, uh, Rick Moranis, right? Is yeah. running. Yeah. He was playing Twister and then he runs through Central Park and he's banging on the glass, uh, and it's Tavern on the Green. And if you follow the balloons down, I'm, I play the birthday girl <laughs> and some darn extra who was playing the waiter blocked me like 90% of the time. And he moves out of the way for a second and you see a pink bow in my hair and my bangs and my whole family went to the theater. <laughs> we went to the theater when it came out. We screamed, Oh my God, there I am. Um, that was my big shining acting debut. I used to just love being around it. Like, Mm, Oh my God, I'm 11 years old. You want me there in the middle of the night? Sure. Like dad, can you take me? You know, um, I just always loved being around showbiz, anything showbiz related. I was there. (laughs) And the final two questions, taking us away from your movie, your music and everything else. What are your favorite TV shows now and of the past? And what's your favorite movies now and of the past? Oh, good question. Um, okay, so movies, uh, God, everything from Amadeus, which I absolutely adore, to Grease. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, those those are of the past. What did I see recently? Um, oh, my God. What is the name of the movie that, that Bill Murray just starred in? Saint? Uh, Saint Vincent. Thank you. I was, like, going through all the saint names in my head. St. Vincent was just, it. I bring it up because I saw it so recently, um, and I thought it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Begin Again was amazing. I'm going, like, real real current, um, you know, like the past year. And then in terms of TV shows, um, I'll tell you what, my boyfriend and I still watch Good Times in reruns, yes. and we just met that whole cast recently at an event. Mm-hmm. 
And I just love that show because the messages in that show are timeless. Like there was an episode about they had a rent party for a woman in their building who couldn't pay her rent. And everyone brought like a, you know, it's like a potluck dinner and everyone pitched in. And I thought that's real charity. These black tie affairs where everybody pays for what I call a piece of rubber chicken and to look important and get dressed up. And the money's not actually all going to the people that need it. That's not charity. And so I looked at that episode and went, that is so brilliant and timeless and people now can learn from it. Mm -hmm. So I go back to that two and a half men, uh, I bought the DVD series like from day one, watched every episode with Charlie in it. And I, and I loved the new version as well, but I just, that show to me is brilliant. Uh, one of my favorites and currently empire, I'm on the empire bandwagon. Like everybody is, um, again, to see like a music show portrayed so accurately is incredible. I was going to ask if you thought it was accurate. (laughs) I do. I think it's just, it just captures the essence and, like every writer, I mean, I, I again, I have like kind of an urban R&B relevant writer in me that people don't, would never know that I had. I would love to write something for that show. So if Timbaland is listening, because <laughs> he's the musical supervisor, there will be songs being sent your way. Um, but also, I'm a big fan of the talent shows. I watch The Voice and I watch American Idol, and I'm blown away by the level of vocal talent in, in young people today because... I'm actually staying at my aunt and uncle's house. And I was just saying to them, God, I said, when I was 16, I was every time I'm telling secrets. I mean, I sang like a 16-year-old. I sounded like I was on helium. (laughs) And now you've got these like 16-year-old girls singing like soul legends. Mm, And I go, it's amazing. And I think it's because they grew up with YouTube and with so much access to be able to study performances from so many genres and so many people Whereas with me, I watched Donnie and Marie on Friday night, and to this day, I'm a huge fan of them both. And But, like, that style of singing, which was, look, let's face it, it's more white bread. It, it is. And, and the Carpenters. And, you know, I, that's what I emulated. And then I had Madonna. I had the radio. But now kids really grow up with so many, so many um, genres are influenced by that. When you hear, I, I go, God, it sounds like these kids like swallowed a compressor and an auto tune. Like they sing like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they have like, right, yeah. it's like the effects are built into their voice that we use in the studio yeah. with upward gear. Like it's just the craziest thing. So I'm a big fan of that because I think any chance that somebody has a platform to showcase talent, why not? Why not? Well, Debbie, everybody should be watching The Music in Me on Sunday, April 12th at 7 p.m. I'm sure it's going to be a great film, and uh, we'll enjoy it. And I thank you so much for taking the time to share with us. Thank you, Brian, and thanks to everyone listening to On Screen and Beyond. A big thank you going out to Debbie Gibson for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. Be sure to check her out on Up TV April 12th in the movie the music in me it's going to be a good film so be sure to check that out and uh be sure to listen to some of her music she's got all kinds of great songs only in my dreams foolish beach shake your love just just a lot of great stuff there so that's about it uh we are heading into the end of another episode of on screen and beyond if you're on facebook be sure to like us if you are on itunes leave us a review 
And uh, we've got a lot of things coming your way in the next couple of weeks. But uh, this week, we also have a bonus episode, or actually, I'm catching up on the ones that I missed while I was on vacation. But uh, we're going to be looking at our summer movie review coming up this week. So uh, during the week, be sure to be looking for that episode to come your way with a very special guest, a very funny guest. So uh, get ready for that. All right. And uh, I guess that's it. That's a wrap for this week. So until next week, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. (laughs) 